Good morning, Roberts Rockstars. Uh, today is the WBBF call. My name is Kelly Haney. Um, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jeremy, for giving me this opportunity to pour into the family this morning. Um, if you are brand new, our WBBF call stands for We Build Brighter Futures. We do them every Wednesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, we go over the eight steps and also um, some phone scripts. Then um, on Thursday, we actually go through the actual in-home presentation. Um, so hopefully you guys will join us tomorrow as well um, as I'll be going over what I've learned from Andy Lee. Um, some of you have heard my story of going 17 for 17 in a home after he trained me on different ways. After me doing this for four years, um, he gave me a new way, um, and it helped my close ratio big time. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the eight steps to success. Um, step one is obviously personal use. Um, if you guys have not gotten this book or um, not sure what we're talking about, you can get the eight steps at any of your hotspots. Um, the personal use step to me is a big one. Um, even if you just get a $10 accidental when you start because you may not have the money, um, it's definitely something you need. There's a couple of reasons I believe that it's very, very important. First, it helps you understand the process that your clients are going to go through. Second, um, it actually gives you credibility in the home. Um, one of our core values is integrity. Um, and to me, if you don't have your own life insurance and you're going and trying to tell people why it's important to have life insurance, and if you passed away tomorrow, you're putting your family in that same situation um, that you're asking your client to not put their family in a situation, integrity is out the window. Um, so to me, it's probably one of our most important steps, um, and it is step one. Um, in order to do this also, you're going to learn how to do your e-apps. Um, you're going to get registered with the carrier. Um, you're going to start to learn about the product that way. It just helps you overall in the um, entire process. Um, step two, my favorite step, um, I actually joke usually that you guys would rather do um, goat sacrifices than this step, but, you know, it's just me saying that. Um, step two is actually work. Um, everybody asks, you know, how am I getting my dials in for recruiting? How am I getting my dials in for dialing? How am I getting, you know, 30 plus people to show at hotspots a week? Um, it's work. Um, it is true and true work. Um, I am not doing nearly what Paul and Andy do on a daily basis. Um, I'm just merely trying to keep up with their schedule and what they do. Um, those two men are machines uh, when it comes to their schedule. Um, how they recruit, um, how, many how many people they're talking to on a daily basis, um, how late they're on the phone. I mean, Monday night, Andy Albright was on the phone after we had all just got back from um, the Ring of Champions. He had been with us all week. He was on the phone at um, 11 o'clock his time to almost 1.30. He was back up at 4.30 and, uh, or 5.30, I'm sorry, and on a plane at 6.30 to go work um, to get us more products. So to me, um, our work ethic is this entire business. Um, I believe that if you're not working, if you're not doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, um, this business is going to be very hard for you because that work concept is really the concept that takes us and sets us aside from any other company. Um, it sets us aside from what we do. Um, now, if you're doing this part-time, 
um, and you've got a full-time job, you're working. You're working 40 hours a work week. Um, you know, we're just saying, hey, give us 10 hours of that after that and, and work 50. Um, if you're working 50 hours, I get it. Um, I used to do 60-hour work weeks and do this business part-time. Um, so I know that there's um, always room for improvement. I know that there's always room for um, more hours. Um, and when I hear Andy Albright doing conference calls like he did the other night um, at 10 o'clock at night, my time 11 o'clock, then I'm like, I've got to do more. Um, so for me, step two is probably, again, um, just as important as step one. Um, I think Andy put these in an order on purpose because they go together. Um, if you're not doing personal use, then it's going to be really hard for you to do the work. Um, because you're not understanding why it's important to have your own policy. Um, the other thing with work is making sure that you're listening to the conference calls, making sure that you're plugging into the TWC, making sure that everything that you're doing um, ties in with this step and ties in with um, everything that's in this book, the listen, um, the communication, um, gratitude, um, it goes with all of it. So it's not just hand in hand, just one step. It's just everything. Um, step three is listen. The biggest thing I can get out of this chapter um, and just being with the company is when Andy or Paul um, or Jeremy Patton or Phil um, or any of the other leaders, Leticia and AC, tell you, hey, I really need you to listen to this TWC. And your response is, yeah, 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 I, I watched it. Cool. Usually when we're telling you that or Andy's telling you to read a book, you, you will never hear Paul say, oh, yeah, I already did that. Or, oh, yeah, I already read that book. He's going to go, yes, sir. And he's actually going to go read it again. Um, because obviously there was something that Andy feels is happening in his business that he isn't catching or that he wants him to learn. Um, so listening with your ears open, leaning into the speaker, not being on your cell phone at hotspots, to me is a huge, huge deal. Um, read. Reading is big. Um, when I first started this business, I did not like to read. I was not a reader at all. Um, however, being in this business has given me the aptitude to want to read. Um, so obviously read our main books, and then after that, there's a whole section in here on reading. Um, so there's a ton of other books that you can um, read. Step five is attend all meetings. Um, that, to me, is not just hot spots. That, to me, is not just um, once a week going to hot spot. That's our TWC. That's our product calls. Um, that's our activity calls. Those are all calls we have. They're these WBBF calls. They're Jeremy Patton's Monday calls. They're your team calls. Um, they're also going to our national convention and our family reunion. Um, these are big, big deals. Um, and with that said, our national convention is coming up. It's at the end of January. Um, all the agency managers have tickets, discounted tickets, and what you'll see online by a lot. Um, and you get a starter pack. So even if you're not brand new, um, you can give that starter pack to somebody else to get started. If you are brand new, it gets you the starter pack in it. Um, so it's a very huge discount when you look at it that way. Um, step six is be teachable. Um, 
this is one that's, again, a constant. This is the one that as you're growing in the business um, that you really have to watch. Andy talks about people overestimating the power of a few words from a coach, but they underestimate the power of ongoing coaching. So in order to be coached, um, you have to listen. So it goes tie and tie. Um, and if you're not listening, it's going to be really hard for them to coach you. Um, so if you start to be like, oh, yeah, 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 or I got that, I got that, just be careful with your words. Um, be careful when you're listening to people and, and hear what they're saying and how they're saying it. Um, the biggest thing to becoming teachable is the influence of other people. Um, we talk about the association, um, being around and learning from the right people. Unfortunately, associating with the wrong people can have the opposite effect, preventing you from achieving um, your goals and preventing you from being teachable. Um, there's an old lesson about crabs in a bucket. Um, if you catch a crab and put it in a bucket, it will have no trouble getting out. Um, it can raise itself high enough to stretch out and claw that um, top of the rim of that bucket. Um, then it will pull itself up and out. With one crab, you have to put a lid on the bucket to keep it from getting out um, when you put another crab, when you have one crab in it. Once you've caught a second crab and you put another crab in it, that other crab fights. They claw. They fight at each other. They'll break their claws just to get out of the bucket, and they'll pull each other down. That's what wrong association does for you. Um, and to me, that's a huge visual and something that we need to kind of keep our eyes on as well. Um, being accountable, um, accept the conditions as they exist or accept the responsibility for changing them. Um, we need to be accountable for our actions. Um, I will be the first to say, and this was very hard for me in the beginning, um, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, do I want to be right or do I want to be rich? I want to be rich. Um, so there's sometimes where you just have to apologize, even though you may not think that you did anything wrong, um, and move on. Um, it's one of the most freeing things um, I've learned in this business. Unlike other businesses, we're not CYA, meaning you don't have to feel like you're right, so you have to prove in every aspect of your life with text messages and emails and everything else that you did the right thing. Sometimes that's not that's not what he, what being accountable is. You've just got to kind of step back um, and start to learn. Um, there's a 90-day challenge in this book, in this chapter that I love. Um, it says, do you wake up every morning feeling comfortable in your lifestyle? Um, the attitude of successful individuals is never an attitude of complacency. Make a commitment to yourself over the next 90 days to change your attitude and hold yourself accountable for your actions and your words. Do we think we could all take a 90-day challenge and do this? Um, commit yourself like a Rotary Club motto to never criticize, condemn, or complain. Always position yourself to operate from a position of strength, not a position of weakness. This will require, again, commitment. Your biggest enemy is your own mind. If you are always thinking negatively, when will you find the time to think positive? Commit and change. Be responsible for your actions rather than taking two steps forward and three steps back. Reverse the downward spiral and make your life into one of constant forward momentum. Do not lie to yourself. Setting goals is important, but make sure your goals are the logical outcome of an attitude game plan. Do not set impossible or unlikely goals for yourself that you will have to back off 
of when you see they cannot be obtained. Let your goals be promises to yourself and only make promises you know you can keep. So why don't we make that commitment to ourselves for the next 90 days um, and show Paul and Andy um, that not only do we care, but we're reading their books and we're understanding and putting that stuff into um, into practice. Step eight, the final step, is communicate with a positive and mental attitude. Um, a successful business is a contagious attraction. Either you bring individuals towards you or you push them away. Um, this is big when it comes to the hotspots, y'all. Um, if we're not um, making these people feel welcome, if we're not making them feel loved, if they don't feel like it's a safe place that they can go to, um, they may not have a safe place. This may be their only safe place, and we don't make them feel that way, they're going to leave. Um, it, I love the Robert's Rockstar hotspots because we all pursue that, and we've all done an amazing job with step eight um, to attract the right people. Um, you know, think about things. Are you tearing down or are you building up people? Um, just kind of look at that and are you dressing for success? That's another thing. Um, we've got to really respect Andy Albright and respect what he's built um, and see what he's wearing when he's at a hot spot um, and wearing, you know, as a speaker wearing jeans or if you're introducing somebody wearing jeans, um, that's just not professional and we just need to kind of step up our own game because we attract who we are. So if we're in, you know, in a hot spot, not dressed to a T, then that's the kind of people that we're attracting. Um, and we want to attract professional, good-looking Alice and Aidens. So, all right, with that said, um, about, let's see, it was right before Paris, I guess. It was um, in May, um, first week of May or end of April. Um, I changed up my script a little bit. Um, I decided that um, I wasn't getting and the team was struggling with um, different areas of the um, phone script. So I listened to Rebecca Lixie, um, really listened to Rebecca Lixie, was on almost every conference call that she had, um, taped what she said, um, had her Zoom it and record it and send it to me, and I've probably listened to it a hundred different times. Um, and so with that said, the script that I'm going to go over today is probably one that some of you may or may not have heard of, um, but it is a script that Rebecca Lixie does. Um, it is not on any of our NAAU or anything like that. Um, so if this is something you want, you're just going to have to text me after, um, and I'll be more than happy to help you. So we have two different phone scripts, a mortgage protection and a final expense. You'll hear in this script that it's very, very similar. Um, the biggest thing with these guys is your cadence. I cannot explain to you um, your cadence. If you're not um, with what you're about ready to hear, if you listen to my cadence, this is exactly what I say on the phone. I don't deviate from this. Anybody that's dialed with me will would be screaming amen in the background right now. Um, I stick to this cadence to a T. Um, the other thing I hear a lot, and we just heard it um, yesterday <clears throat> in the office with some newer people, is they'll say, hi, Mr. or Mrs. Smith, or, you know, hi, is this Donald Brown? No. You just be like, hey, Donald, just like you're calling a friend. Like, if I'm calling Leticia right now, I'll be like, hey, girl, girl, what up? You know, or hey, girlfriend, or hey, Leticia, or hey, AC, what up? That's how I need to be on the phone when I'm calling these clients, not what up. Please don't do that. Um, that was just an exaggeration of it. 
Um, but what you want to do is just be like, um, you know, hey, Dwayne, hey, Julia, whatever their names are. So we are going to start with a mortgage protection lead. Um, there's numerous things. There's uh, very, very specific um, different kinds of mortgage leads. We have mail-ins and then we have call-ins. Um, I'm going to go over a call-in first and then I'll go over a mail-in. So in the beginning, this is how it goes. Ring, ring. Um, they answer. I'm like, Juanita? Hey, Juanita, this is Kelly. I'm a supervisor over here with the Mortgage Protection Center, and I'm actually getting back to you about that form that you sent in requesting the information on mortgage protection. You used the code word SMILEY so you would know it was us um, and not a telemarketer. I've just about got your package finished up, but I just need to make sure I'm getting this to you and not your neighbor. You'd be surprised how many times that happens. Are you still here at 5303 Nottingham Drive here in San Antonio, Texas? Yes. Awesome. Um, perfect. So, Miss Juanita, are you typically around the house in the morning or the afternoons? Um, typically the evenings. Okay, awesome. Is your spouse normally around, home around that time as well or somebody that helps you make your decisions? Uh, yeah, they normally are too. Okay, awesome. Well, I have a 5.15 or a uh, 5.45 p.m. on Thursday. What would work better for you? Um, and they'll say, neither work. I'll be like, okay, well, I have I'm pretty busy. Um, I'm seeing over 20 people a day, um, and I really need to get this in. It takes about 15 minutes to drop this package off and go over it with you. Um, are you sure 545 wouldn't work? They may come back with a 630 or 645 on Friday. I'm going to look at my schedule, and I'm going to back out of it, meaning if they say 630 and I have a 630, I'm going to say, ugh. I can do a six and see if I can do that. And if they're like, well, I'm just not going to be home, say, okay, I have a seven. I'm not going to agree to their time. Um, you've got to take away from that from them. Um, so let's say we agree to Friday at seven. Be like, okay, great. Is your house easy to find with GPS, the 5303 Nottingham Drive? It is perfect. Um, what color house am I looking for? Here you could also say what color car is going to be in the driveway. Okay, great. I'll be driving a white Nissan Murano so that when you see me, you know it's me. I'll have this form with me along with my license um, so that you know it's me. Um, now, we did say six, 6.45 or 7 on Friday, 7 o'clock. That's right. Awesome. Okay, well, Miss Juanita, I will see you on Friday at 7, and I look forward to meeting you and your husband, Bobby. And I hang up the phone. Um, a couple things here. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I got through the entire script. Um, got their address out and said, is that right? And that's here in San Antonio, Texas, correct? Before they ever said a word. I had the entire script out. They don't hang up on me. Um, they don't say, oh, I've already got this. They hang up like you guys, get, a lot of people get. I don't get that objection. Very, very rarely do I get that objection. Um, if there was no um, code word, I would just go straight into um, I've just about got your package finished up, but I just need to make sure I'm getting this to you and not your neighbor. I laugh. Um, I make jokes. Um, I ask them what color their house is, what kind of cars in the driveway, if it's easy to find with GPS. Now, when I go over this address, there's times where they say, no, that's not my address. And I'll say, huh, that's got to be why we haven't been able to get the package to you. What's that new address? Nobody ever hesitates. 
after that I make it objections, those objections are, what was this again? And I just go back to, well, you called in, use that code word smiley, if that means anything. Um, this is Juanita Allen, um, and you are 5'2", and, you know, 97 pounds, whatever that case is. And your date of birth is December 19, 1935, um, and your bank was Emergy Bank. Um, a lot of this stuff is on the leads. Guys, I just go back and confirm that with them so that that way I'm making sure that there's no questions about what's going on, okay? Um, let's see, where are we at? It's time. Yay, we got plenty of time. Okay, final expense. Um, final expense. All right. Um, again, I use first name. Now, on final expense, if they answer the phone, and y'all are going to laugh at me in the background, um, if they answer the phone, well, I am going to slow my roll. Um, if they answer in their fast pace, I'm going to mimic their answers. Um, if they have a Dallas Cowboys um, uh, code word, not a Dallas Cowboys fan, but I'm going to think I am that day just to make sure that they understand that we're light alike. Um, I'm going to make sure that no matter what I'm doing, um, that I'm mimicking and monitoring their tone. Um, especially with the final expense, you really, really need to slow down. Um, if you can throw in a little bit of a Texas accent, if you're in Texas, um, Rebecca Lixie throws in an amazing North Carolina accent. Um, we just need to slow it down with the older people um, because, unfortunately, if you don't, you're going to probably get them to hang up on you. So um, this is going to be based on the postcard, and then I will go over the TV commercial. Um, so ring, ring, hello, Julia. Hey, Julia, this is Kelly. I'm a supervisor over here at the Senior Benefit Center. I'm giving you a call about this postcard that you sent in to us. I've just about got your package finished up, but I just need to make sure I'm getting this to you and not your neighbor. You'd be surprised, Julia, how many times that happens. Um, you're still here at 929 Brown Rock Drive, right? Yes. Okay, and that's here in New Braunfels, Texas. That's correct. Awesome. Miss Julia, are you typically around the house in the mornings or the afternoons? <clears throat> well, I've got a lot of doctor's appointments, and I, I'm, I'm really busy. I understand, Miss Julia. I'm crazy busy. They've got me out there working crazy hours from, like, 6 in the morning till 9 o'clock at night. I'm just trying to get this package delivered to you. Um, do you have any doctor's appointments on Thursday or Friday? whatever days you're running, right? Just give two days. Um, and she'll say, well, I have some doctor's appointments on Thursday. Okay, are you a morning person or an afternoon person? I'm doing this because with older people, you need to kind of work with their schedule. Um, they may say, well, I'm, I'm a morning person. I'll say, okay, well, what time's your doctor's appointment on Thursday? She'll say, well, it's at 11. Say, okay, well, would 9 o'clock work for me to stop by and get this to you and go over it with you? <clears throat> yeah, 9 o'clock should be fine on Thursday. Great. Is your house easy to find with GPS, Miss Julia? Great. What color house am I going to be looking for? Um, it's a brown house on Brown Rock Drive. Okay, perfect. 
Um, I'm going to be driving a white Nissan Murano so that you know it's me. Um, I will have this form with me that you hand wrote on and signed. Um, and I will also have my license with me so that you know it's me and not somebody else. Again, we said 9 o'clock on Thursday, right? And they say correct. All right. So that's a postcard. Um, we do have time to go over the TV because I don't want you guys late for your 8 o'clock dials this morning. So on the TV, exactly the same. Ring, ring. Hey, Julia. Hey, Julia, this is Kelly. I'm a supervisor over here at the Senior Benefit Center, and I'm giving you a call about that TV commercial that you watched about final expense and burial. You used a code word smiley so you would know it was us. I've just about got your package finished up, but I need to make sure I'm getting this to you and not your neighbor. You'd be surprised how many times that happens. Same script, and then at that point, I say, you're still at 929 Brown Rock Drive. Guys, if they ask, what's this about again, question game. Go, is this Julia Brown? You're at, the, we talked about the address. I've got your date of birth of this, your height and weight of this. You filled out a form requesting information on final expense and burial. Oh, I already got that. That's great. Um, my job is just to make sure that the prices that you have are the best from the state because this is a new state-regulated program. I'll do whatever it takes to get in that home. I'll ask them about ERSs. I'll ask them if their emergency response is set up. I'll say, huh, it's still on my desk. Something's not seeming too right. We definitely need to review that policy and make sure everything's set up. Um, I am a supervisor. It just takes me 10 minutes. I am going to get in the door whatever it takes as far as doing what I need to do to make sure that I see these clients. Because nine times out of ten, if they say they already have it, you're probably sounding like a telemarketer because, guys, to be honest with you, with this script, our close ratio in my team, close ratio, the people that are using this on my team, went from a 65%, meaning they would talk to – 10 people and maybe have four appointments out of 10 contacts, maybe six, to talking to 10 and having seven to nine. Um, so we're just not getting the same objections with the script. Um, I'm able to book 20 to 30 appointments, um, and we're sitting, our sit ratio is over 60%. So it's not like, and nobody, by the way, is asking me for the package when I get there. Um, if they do, show them the lead, show them a green sheet, and show them the ERS system um, form. Just have those three forms with you. But never since I started this have I asked, had somebody when I got there say, what's the package? Um, so I think it's also in the way you describe it and how you talk about it um, in this script. So hope this helps y'all. Um, hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing dial session today. Um, I will be going over phone scripts, same time, same place tomorrow. Um, so if you need anything, please let us know. Um, but again, my phone number is 210-923-9874. Um, if you need anything or want a copy, um, love each and every one of you. And again, hope to see all of you on the 31st at Paul's office. If you don't know about what's going on this Saturday in Paul's office, please get with your manager and ask them um, how you can get invited and get up to this amazing event we're having um, Saturday evening with the GOADS 
um, you do not want to miss it. So excited to see everybody um, on Saturday. Talk to you soon, and I'll see. I'll be talking to all y'all tomorrow.